Thanks for tuning into the Tom Nicola podcast, the audio version of my written blog posts. Before we delve into today's article, I want to mention a couple of things I offer outside of my articles themselves. First, the Nicola newsletter. Each Thursday, I send out the Nicola newsletter, which includes two or three of my own articles and a number of other published pieces I've discovered the previous week. My subscribers love the variety of content, which, for the most part, centers on faith, fitness, and fortitude in this increasingly crazy world. Of course, the Nicola newsletter is free. Just go to tomnicola.com slash subscribe. Second, my personal training programs. I've taken my 20 plus years as a personal trainer and nutrition coach and created a variety of workout programs for men and women at different levels of fitness, from beginner body weight and at home program to lumberjacked and resilient, intense strength and conditioning programs for men and women. All programs are conveniently delivered through my easy to use app. Find the right program for you at tomnicola.com. All right. On to the article. Gyms and gymnastics, the ideal physical fitness combination? I was working with our grandson Asher in our gym the other day. I had him doing box jumps onto and off of our plyo box, working on his coordination, technique, and balance. He's become a really good downhill skier in his first two seasons, and now that he's hitting jumps on the trails, I wanted to help him develop better jumping technique and body awareness. We have him work out in our gym as often as possible, doing a combination of body weight and some dumbbell and kettlebell exercises. At eight years old, I need to help him develop the right movement patterns while also maintaining his attention and focus on the exercise he's doing. As I was training him, I started thinking about other ways he could develop functional movement skills outside of our gym. He's clearly developing them from skiing, But as I was considering this question, my mind wandered to gymnastics. I spent my junior year of high school at Northern Michigan University. They had an Olympic training center there, and I was chosen to attend as part of a small group of ski jumpers for the first year they offered the program. As part of our dry land training, we got to work out at NMU's gymnastics facility, doing tumbling exercises, working on the trampoline, and learning to do various flips into their foam pit. Not only were these training sessions a lot of fun, but they also improved my strength, power, and spatial awareness tremendously. It's one thing to learn to move your body while connected to the ground. It's quite another to learn to do so while flying through the air. That's a skill needed in ski jumping and enhanced through gymnastics. Gymnastics and Functional Skill Development Few activities develop strength, stamina, and power while improving spatial awareness and reflexes the way that gymnastics does. Surprisingly, it's a rare form of sports activity in the United States. And if people are involved in gymnastics, it's usually for kids and far less common for adults to participate. Functional training has been a buzzword in the fitness world for at least the past 20 years. Functional training programs attempt to train people for the physical experience of everyday life. Bending, balancing, lifting, jumping, stretching, and reacting to an unexpected environment. Quote, FMS, functional motor skills, include locomotor skills, run, gallop, hop, leap, horizontal jump, and slide, 
object control skills, catch, kick, overhand throw and dribble, and body management skills, balance, climb, and forward roll, and provide a base for more advanced motor skills. Fundamental movement skills develop under the influence of a gymnastics program and everyday physical activity in seven-year-old children. It's important for children to develop these skills early on, but as adults become more sedentary, it's easy for them to lose these skills and develop bodies that are pretty dysfunctional. Squatting, bending, getting up off the floor, or jumping onto or off of a box become awkward, injury-risking activities. Because your nervous system controls and coordinates movement, and it only retains abilities to do things it regularly does, you have to use functional motor skills throughout your life, or you lose the ability to do them. Although a fitness professional can help guide a client through movements that improve their movement skills, most people who hire a trainer or strength coach want to use their time to develop strength, power, and lean body mass. Taking 20 minutes out of a 50 to 60 minute workout session to work on balance and stability can affect the results of the overhaul program, not to mention that many of these balance and stability movements are pretty dull. In essence, it's an attempt to train someone for everyday life as well as possible given the environment and equipment available in a typical gym. I'm not saying that gym-based functional training is a waste of time. It's just not the best use of time and effort for improved functional abilities. A gymnastics facility, on the other hand, is the ideal setting. My point is that participation in a recreational gymnastics program would benefit people of all ages. Unfortunately, facilities and access are limited across the country, which in my opinion is a big opportunity for a fitness company to capitalize on. It would make sense to initially create a strategic partnership between a gym and a gymnastics facility where people could complete traditional strength and conditioning sessions at the gym and participate in recreational gymnastics sessions on other days. At a time when kids don't learn fundamental movement skills and adults have lost most of their skills while working in sedentary jobs, participating in gymnastics a couple of times per week and traditional strength and conditioning sessions three to four times per week seems like a powerful combination for optimal health and fitness. Health and fitness benefits of gymnastics. Gymnastics movements develop muscular strength, power, and stamina. They also enhance bone density, stability, balance, coordination, and mobility. Because the movement patterns in gymnastics vary so much, they likely offer a superior form of functional training for both youth and adults of any age. And, although incorporating some calisthenics and gymnastics movements into a gym workout can be better than never doing such movements, it still isn't the same as participating in a legit gymnastics program in a facility designed for such exercises. Surprisingly, there isn't much research comparing the benefits of traditional strength and conditioning workouts against gymnastics sessions. In my opinion, the two would be more complementary to one another as opposed to competing with each other. The following are some of the researched health benefits related to gymnastics exercise in youth and in adults. Bone density. 
Gymnastics movements can increase the load on the skeletal system by up to 15 times body weight, making them significant stimuli for bone density. A 2011 study found that low-level gymnastics, with about 1.5 hours of participation per week, significantly increased bone density when measured in the femur compared with other sports. This study agrees with another study that showed girls participating in recreational, artistic gymnastics had improved lumbar spine density. Another study found that ex-gymnasts had 12-22% to greater total bone content than non-gymnasts. Improved function in other sports or activities. Gymnasts require a greater variety of movement types than almost any other activity. Being able to swing, jump, tumble, and flip in multiple different planes of motion challenges the neuromuscular system in ways you wouldn't be able to do in other sports and activities. In this regard, it could be considered the ideal functional exercise. For example, when our grandson wants to learn to do 360s or backflips on skis, if he first learns how to do them and how to land when he does them incorrectly on dry land, he'll be better prepared to master the skills on skis. The neuromuscular system developed through gymnastics would have a carryover to almost any other sport or activity of daily life. Quote, Gymnastic experience during childhood seemed to benefit the development of proprioceptive rewriting processes in children, leading to a more mature form of coordinating and controlling posture similarly to adults. Gymnastics experience enhances the development of bipedal stance, multi-segmental coordination, and control during proprioceptive reweighting. Increased flexibility and mobility. Gymnastics requires repeated, loaded movement of a muscle through its full range of motion. Though weight training does this as well, it does so with less frequency and a slower movement pattern. Both would improve flexibility and range of motion, but gymnastics exercise would likely lead to a greater and faster improvement. In everyday situations, this could lead to less joint discomfort or pain and a reduced risk of injury. Effects of pregnancy. Pregnant women participating in a gymnastics program experienced less of an increase in stress and anxiety and restful sleep, snoring, diurnal tiredness, and excessive daytime sleepiness compared to women not participating. Aging. Postmenopausal women participating in recreational gymnastics programs displayed better muscle strength and power, agility, and balance than those who did not participate. In women over the age of 65, three weeks of gymnastics has been shown to lower blood pressure and cholesterol levels. Another study showed that older women participating in recreational gymnastics were 30% less likely to experience falls that caused significant injury in everyday life. Gymnastics exercise also enhances cognitive function, which means it can be highly beneficial not just for physical well-being throughout adulthood, but also for mental well-being. Gymnastics and gym workouts. Undoubtedly, a small percentage of people who read this have easy access to both a gymnastics facility and a fitness center. If it's possible to get to both during the week, I'd recommend two days of a gymnastics program and three to four days of traditional strength and conditioning workouts at the fitness center. 
This would be a perfect combination for developing peak health and fitness for young to old adults. For kids in other sports, a couple of days per week of gymnastics would undoubtedly make them better overall athletes as well. For the rest of us who don't have a gymnastics facility available, or a facility that offers programming for all ages and skill levels, you can still improve your stability, balance, movement coordination, and mobility at the gym. It just isn't as fun and engaging as tumbling on a gymnastics floor or jumping into a foam pit. Perhaps someday as fitness companies look to add new and innovative programming to their facilities, they'll consider the fun, functionality, and fitness benefits of gymnastics. Thanks again for listening. If you like this content, please leave a rating on the podcast platform you're using and pass it along to others who'd find it helpful. And if you're not already subscribed, be sure to subscribe to the Nicola newsletter where I share a lot of other content you won't find on my site or podcast. Just go to tomnicola.com slash subscribe. Keep growing your faith, improving your fitness, and building fortitude.